Hello and welcome to Super Deluxe Gamescast. And today on our After Hours, we are going to be reviewing CrossCode. And when I say we, I mean me and my buddy Finn. Finn, what's up, dude? That's me. I'm Finn. You and are yes. Finn. Yes, uh, you're Finn. I I am. Do I know I'm doing well. It's uh it's CrossCode time, and I've been waiting for this one because, as anyone that follows us on Twitter knows, it's a uh, we are pretty high on the CrossCode. So. This is something now, you know, real quick before we start, like we haven't finished the game, right? Like neither of us have finished it. I'm farther than you. I'm about 55 hours in. I've acquired all four elements. Finn, how far are you? Like roughly, where are you? Oh, uh, I am about uh, 30 plus hours in. Um, slacking. I, bruh, let me tell you. But the, the, here's the thing about this game is that the hours just melt away. They do. And 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 here's I I think the the thing I want to lead off first for people that are listening that are considering this is that as good as this game is you have to know it's a time commitment. Uh, we had a couple people on our Twitter uh, mention that you know they really like the game but they just don't have the time for it, and that's perfectly fine. But if you do have the time for it, this is that meaty sixteen bit two D action RPG like classic style length of a game that you know and love and, and there there so is much content to this well and that's the thing right is that there is a lot of game here like you know i i haven't finished it yet but 55 hours in i feel pretty confident about about my verdict um and you know i am guessing that when all is said and done i'll have put 70 75 hours into this which is a, a lot of fucking game um and we'll start with the basic concept of CrossCode, of course, developed by Radical Fish Games. And uh, thank you, Deck13, for the code, by the way. Uh, yes. Gr greatly appreciated. Um, CrossCode is the story of uh, Leia, who is a player avatar in a fictional MMO called CrossWorlds. And when I, and you know, like we've, we've seen stuff like this before in games like .hack, you know? Yeah, dot hack sword art online. It's it's the the concept is not what's novel. It's the way it's presented. Well, like like there are always other player characters running around, and it really it really lends to the sense of this is this is an MMO. It's an and it's inhabited by all these people. Like I I sometimes forget I'm not actually playing a real MMO. It's great. I was gonna say that like it's it's such a small touch is that. Not only like, yeah, the towns are filled with uh, people, but when you're crossing the map and, and traversing, there's like you said, there's just other player sprites jumping and sometimes you run around the and yeah, yeah, you can never interact with them. But that's not the point. It's just like any MMO. You'll just see people running by doing their own thing. And you know it, what? It's, like it's a cool little touch. I found myself actually wishing it was a real MMO. <laughs> right. But uh, OK, so let me ask you something, John, because uh, okay. for me. You know, you, you you get a lot of Chrono Trigger vibes. You get a lot of uh, Secret of Mana vibes. The font is literally ripped right out of Chrono Trigger. But you know what game that most people forget that I think dra this draws a lot of exp uh, uh, motivate not motivation inspiration from what's that is Lufia two because of the puzzles. It's it's very this game is very puzzle heavy. This game will make you feel real smart when you finally figure out how to do. Like, For a while, it's going to make you feel real stupid, though. I mean, sure. It's, like, some of those puzzles are hard. Like, no oh. joke, dude. Like, Oh, especially to get secret uh, treasure chests and stuff, because it's always such a... Uh, 
it, it can span multiple uh, stages of the map, and you yeah. have to like backtrack and find the right place to find jump a way to up. jump up, and yeah. Oh, it, but when you finally get it, and it doesn't matter that sometimes the treasure chest is just here's a couple hot dogs. That's not the point. The point is you got to that treasure chest, and good for like, you. Right? Like, like what? What's funny about that? It's funny you mentioned hot dogs. Is that I, I spent probably the better part of like forty five minutes trying to figure out a way to get up into a ledge to get that treasure chest, and I finally did, and it was some salty ice cream. <laughs> and i was like okay like but you know what dude i had such a good time figuring out how to get up there that i couldn't even be mad it's oh and all it, right let, let's get the, the 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 stuff out the way that i think we can all just we can both agree is great and so we can get into the meat of it is that the graphics are oh, everything so you could want from this the so animation good. is so smooth and fluid and the soundtrack is just exactly the, what you would want it to be the visuals are literally really high definition chrono trigger visuals like that's God, what they are so so good and and the music is just absolutely sublime um especially the music in uh, have you made it to gaia's corner yet i have not gaia's corner is huge uh it's everything lar- about this is <laughs> what, what what's that everything about this game is yeah but no no dude gaia's corner is the largest map in the entire game is it okay and and it is dude it is a labyrinth it's massive and it's got this really really nice ambient theme to it that just i mean like there is honestly nothing there's not a single musical score in this game that does not perfectly fit the situation right Uh, oh and uh and uh, the combat is great, also. And there's even a puzzle element to the combat as well, because a yes. lot of these, a lot of these bosses require. Because you know you have four elements, right? Like you know you'll get you'll start with ice, then you get fire, or is it other fire way. first? Other way, fire's first. It's fire first, ice, and then uh, shock and wave. And what's interesting about a lot of these bosses is that you can't just run in there and wail on them. You will die. Yeah. Um, You'll Which we'll, we'll get to. We'll get to uh, the challenge aspect of the game, but yeah, uh, keep going. No, I was no, no. I was just gonna say, like, like it. It is very much a puzzle game wrapped in the trappings of an action uh, of an action adventure RPG, and I was not expecting it, but I love it. Well, it's, it's what's awesome is not even the bot, just the boss fights, but regular encounters yeah. have a, a a little strategy to them because figuring out what needs to happen to break each enemy so you can finally wail on them without their defenses. Yeah. Like I remember in the desert area when you fight the little sand shark things and you realize that the only way to break them because you can't hit them when they're swimming in Yo, the sand. I hate those fucking things. Oh my but, god. But but w- a single shot as long as it's one of your charge shots breaks them immediately and then you can did, just wail on them. Did you do that side quest where you have to protect the crate? Yeah, it's from those things, dude. Like, oh my, oh my god, I, I want, I wanted to scream. You know what side quest uh, took me the longest time and killed me the most is uh, back in the ice village when you had to use the bombs to uh, kill all the bugs as they were climbing up on you, right? And they had like the little nano sound thing that would drive them crazy. Yeah, and you had, oh god, that was so hard. Yeah, you could only hit them with the bombs, but oh. Dude, that's the thing, dude. This is a challenging game. Like, this game, like, you cannot get mad if you die. Like, yeah, it is. It is very difficult, but 
Um, there are there are a few bosses that like I I, I felt were a little cheap. Um, like well, maybe not cheap, cheap, but like there were a few bosses, uh, just a couple where I don't feel like the mechanics to beat them were at all obvious. Um, and in that regard, a few times I ended up banging my head against a wall more than I would have liked. Um, and the one that come one that comes to mind is uh, it, did you fight the the blaze hoof that fireball? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. But okay, so the first true boss in the game is is the mining robot in the ice in the first like. No, the first true boss dungeon. in the game is the crab. I that's a tutorial. I mean, I'm it's talking, easy. But, okay, yeah. okay, I see what you're saying. Like, like, but that's the first boss that really shows you what these bosses are going to be. They're going to be giant uh monstrosities that require you to it's like zelda you have to use all of the tactics you learned from that dungeon that you went through but oh, it's so satisfying when it's done and dude these dungeons are long yes long <laughs> like like I, I don't think it has taken me under two hours to get through any of them which and I, I had to I, I looked it up because I was curious if I had missed because it was killing me in the first dungeon it shows you how many treasure chests you found. And so I found that I had missed one. I was like, where? So I looked it up <laughs> and I found out that if you actually beat these dungeons in a certain time, you beat your friend. Yeah. Like, you, you know, I had no idea because I definitely didn't beat that dungeon in under 90 minutes. Make sure after you're beating dungeons, you go back to the quest hub in that town. And because there's always new quests. Oh, always. And that's the thing is that the, it speaks to the content aspect of this game is that if you don't do side quests, the amount of game is uh, drastically reduced. Drastically obviously. reduced. Yep. Uh, You're also going to miss mean, out on some really cool boss fights, too. Right. And, oh, and also some funny quests. The goat father was amazing. The one where uh, the, the guy was controlling the goats. That was a good one. Yeah. And also there's that guy that always wants you to find the broken pieces of equipment and every time you do that you fight a video game homage i don't know if you notice that so the first time he asks you to go fight a bunch of hedgehogs and then you beat a boss and it's a blue hedgehog oh right yeah yeah I and, and, about and when you beat the blue hedgehog you get chili dogs and a golden ring yeah so it's sonic and the second sonic, time yeah. you I, fight yeah. a you fight a penguin who uses a like uh, turntables to summon other penguins to fight you. That's literally a club penguin. Yeah. And what? it's, Oh, it's just, it's good. So, so like, like there are, and th those are just, you know, like there are tons of call outs in this game. Like I, uh, I was looking at a, a, like, you know, you could look at lists of other, like, you know, quote unquote player characters. Um, and one of them is named Chrono Moogle. <laughs> uh there is a boss called Cephasloth. Yeah. They, and this game is filled with tongue in cheek references. Ce so Cephasloth actually uses a giant katana. And uh what my favorite so far is did you meet the doctor? Which one? Uh Dr. Lou Crecia. Yes. I got that. Come on, Amit. how could you not enjoy that reference? <laughs> yeah, th yeah, dude, there's a ton of, like, especially Final Fantasy. Like there, there are a ton of of old uh, of old school references in here, and I, I like I, I have I have found myself getting like really, really like irrationally excited whenever I come across one. I'm like, oh, I know 
is I get that I get that reference. And, and uh, it, it, it yeah, really what, is a love letter to that era of RPGs. It like really what is. many people call the golden era, but this game stands on its own. Like these references are nice little winks and nods, but this is not a game that relies on them to be good or or anything of that nature. They're just little bonuses for you if you if you fi- seek them out and understand them. So, um and I want to touch on the story uh because you know i like i didn't really know what to because you know this game has been out for a couple of years now on pc um and uh i i hadn't pl- i hadn't played much of it um because i wanted to experience it on switch and, and we'll get into the we'll get into the switch issues here uh in a bit but um i didn't really know what to expect out of the story or or the characters uh i going in i knew that leah was an almost mute protagonist which i generally don't care for in modern day uh in modern day rpgs but there's a i you know i won't say what it is but there's a very good reason given uh for her for her her mute nature and she does learn uh her avatar does uh gain the ability to say certain phrases certain words as as the game goes on but uh for the most part uh she's very quiet but but she has so much personality uh that i i don't even really mind um and a lot of that comes from the sprite work. The, the sprite work are is very, very expressive. Very yeah, it really is. And I, I love her, 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 her companions, uh, especially uh, Emily, the French girl. Yes. Um, is she, yeah, yeah, she is so, and I love that each one of those classes has its own like MMO style moniker. Like, you know, you have the Spheromancer and the Pentafist and the um, Hexa. Hexacast. Hexacast, yeah, like and the, uh, it's I, all based on uh shapes, which I think is really cool. It's re- like, yeah, it's really cool. Like, oh god, radical fish, please just make an MMO about this. I I, I want this. Um, but uh, but the story is very good. Uh, it's um, it's a lot more narrative driven than I thought it was going to be. And there are some things that happen throughout the story regarding Leah that I won't spoil here that really caught me by surprise. And I was yeah surprised- because. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, let's not spoil too much because no, I'm this not. is I was an just, RPG. So the I, I story was just, is, yeah. I, I was really taken aback at how poignant, how poignant some of it was, and, and how much some of it affected me. You know, like, like, uh, you know, it's it's like it's such a colorful, whimsical world mm-hmm. with so many fun references to older games that, like, like when the story hits you, you don't really expect it. You don't really see it coming. That's something that I really appreciated. Yeah, uh, you know what's something I appreciated is that fact that like there's little ambient conversations that you can listen right. in on, and a lot of them follow you. Like one of my favorites is when you start the game, you come across these two characters. One is consoling his friend who's a deathly afraid of heights, and she can't get over the fact that even though they're in a video game, if it looks like they're high up, it, it makes her nauseous. And then as you continue throughout the game, you'll re-encounter them and the guy, her friend, keeps getting increasingly exasperated at her being and not being able to move forward. And I really, there's just the small touches like that because there's NPCs that she'll encounter over and over again. Uh, it's all kinds of really cool story beats to go alongside the main quest, and it it really rewards you for putting the time in. You know, it it, it absolutely does. Um, and and uh, you know, like there are. There are a few things that I do want to mention, particularly about the Switch version. Um, so, as, as most people know, there are some performance issues uh, uh, happening on the Switch version. Now, 
I reached out, <coughs> excuse me, I reached out to uh, Deck 13 and Radical Fish Games. <coughs> excuse me. Oh, I got something cut in my throat. Uh, for purposes of this review, uh, asking if some of these issues were going to be patched. And they are. Like, Xbox has already been patched, and there's a fix in the works right now that's being tested for Switch and PS4. Um, but the issues are, and Finn, you're playing it on Switch, right? I am indeed. And okay. I'm playing it uh, both handheld and docked. Um, I, I, I've been playing exclusively in handheld because I just have a Nintendo Switch Lite. Um, but, uh, so the issues are some frame rate hitches. Uh, and I, I've had a few instances where the audio drops. Have you, has that happened to you? The, okay, so the audio doesn't drop, but for me, if I'm pulling it out of a uh, suspend mode, it'll just screech at me for That's like five to me seconds too. before it resets itself. But... All in all, these are very minor issues that have yet to impact my enjoyment of the game, but nothing, they are present. Nothing has impacted my enjoyment of the game, but the menu stuff is kind of annoying. The menu lag is a drag. Like, it actually keeps me from looking up stuff in the menu outside of, like, looking for a quest. Right. Uh, I will say one thing that really frustrated me, and maybe I'm dumb and I missed it in the early stages. The game never told me how to fast travel. Interesting, really. I did not like I kept seeing those little blue diamonds at landmarks and being like, OK, eventually I've got to learn to fast travel. And I was like, maybe when I make it to the second city, that's when they'll unlock it. And then I was like, maybe when I finish the first dungeon, eventually I, I broke down and looked it up and I was like, oh, it's that fucking easy. You just have to go into your <laughs> map and click it. But I had no idea because at that point I had no reason to go into the world map. I just, just kind of did it like like it, it. I was like, oh, I'm fast traveling. OK, I don't know if it if, if an NPC mentions it, but I did not come across it. And all the, considering all the other tutorials show up and were like, would you like to see this tutorial? The fact that there was not one for that, I felt dumb. And then my only other caveat would be because so much of the platform and puzzles deals with different uh, elevations. It's really the, hard to gauge. But the fact that it's a top-down 2D RPG means the depth perception isn't really there. So yep. sometimes I'll make a jump thinking I clearly made it just to find out that it was a higher elevation. And you and you ledge. literally just got done going around your ass and, and up the corner yeah. to get to where you were. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, but again, minor issues. I did want to talk about how not only strategic but how uh, customizable the battle system is because you have I, the, the circuit system. I, I do I I do want to make one more point about the menu lag though, Finn, if you don't mind. Please. Um, I will say that um while it is a minor issue and, and it doesn't affect my enjoyment of the game, I it, it is it is unacceptable. Like it's it's annoying to the point where like I want to go through the encyclopedia and look at all the lore, but I but I'm not because I'm like I, I can't deal with that. Um and, and when I say menu lag, like it's a good, like I don't want to undersell, like it's a good three or four second lag. Yeah, no, you're like, it, it's it, many times I had to question, did I actually press the button? Yeah, me too. I'm like, oh my and God, it, like, come on. And so then I hit the other button and it's the cancel button. And so then it finally went into the menu and then immediately cancels out. I'm like, yeah. So no, you are right. It is incredibly frustrating. Yeah. But like, it, I guess it's just, to me, frustrations like that in a bad game highlight how mediocre the game is but frustrations like that in a good game it's worth putting up with i guess it, uh, it is at the same time it's sort of like because the rest of the game is so good it it, mm -hmm. it, it makes the menu thing really kind of stand out more than it than it than it needs to 
Um, yeah, and well, now I saw a patch went up today, so I don't know if that fixed anything. I don't think my, I, my I have Switch downloaded a, a patch update. Okay, well, I, who knows? Maybe they, maybe it, maybe it's gone live. Um, I haven't been able to play it in a few hours, but uh, it, it, you were you 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 had a point you wanted to make. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no, of course. I mean, I didn't mean to jump forward in topic. I yeah, was Finn, apologize about, uh, again. <laughs> yeah i will no the uh the customization of the circuit system i think lends itself because you definitely i don't think can unlock everything you have to pick and choose that's why they let I, you respect right like other yeah. mmos but and, and one thing i really enjoyed because i was getting nervous when they opened up the the because each element has its own circuit board and i was like oh no i spent so many points in neutral now I won't be able to put anything in fire. And then each one has its own pool of points, which I thought was a really And nice what's touch, really but... cool about the about that system, Finn, is that every element has like different base stats for your character. Like so like yes. your total hit points change, your your you know, your defense, like like all your character attributes actually change depending on which brand on, on which element you have equipped, which I thought was really, really cool. And another thing I just want to uh, we should mention is that the elements also play into the puzzles so in a they, massive you, way, in a massive way. And, all, and, and it's so simple to switch. I would be much more upset at this game if you had to go into a menu to switch uh, elements. But the fact that it's mapped to the D-pad and you can f- switch on the fly in combat is really nice. They, and good like praise whoever's listening because dude if you had to go into the menu to change elements we might be having a different discussion yeah i i think that would actually break the game for me like i think that would cause me not to want to do it because with as often as you have to switch if you had to go into that laggy menu every time yeah i i don't think i would i'm not i'm not yeah no i'm not sure i could have stuck with it i really like the circuit system because each one has four branches that then split off in the smaller branches, but they're all based on like the four main stats, attack, health, defense, and focus. And then they unlock special abilities that use your uh, CP points and our SP points. And I really dig it. And also I know we're running long already, but you got to shout out to the AI in this game because your teammates actually help. They, they know exactly which elements to use. Um, and what's really cool is that when you visit a store and you buy new equipment, after you leave the store menu, they're like, hey, I got some new gear. Yeah, they upgrade with you. It's yeah, great. it's so good. And and I really like the way that the game balances that because by putting you in the dungeons, just like an MMO, they're like, oh, it's an instance dungeon. I wanted to do it with you. But that's how they get you to do stuff by yourself is they, they actually put it into the game world as like a logic thing instead of having... Like other M- other RPGs would have just had your character fall down a hole or something, right? Well, like like I do wish there were more dungeon opportunities that you could do with your whole party. Um, but I also understand that that would kind of defeat the purpose of all the puzzles. So I so I like I get why that's not there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like so we are uh, we're we're kind of bumping up against our, the time we had allotted for ourselves here. But Finn, do you have some closing thoughts on uh, on CrossCode? Um. Right now, this is, and I don't know, I'm always torn in whether, because this game came out on Steam last year, or even the year before that. It's been a while. I don't. I always feel weird counting games in my top 10 if they've already been released, but I'm making an exception for this one, because CrossCode is easily one of my favorite experiences of this year. 
and it just it's that kind of game that's so addictive that you just always want to come back to it uh if you are in the mood for an rpg and you have the time this is one of the best games you could play so for me um you know, like, like I haven't finished the game yet, and and it could compl- like the bottom could fall out of this game. Completely oh, of course, it could end. totally shit the bed at the end, but um, I highly doubt it. I, I at this point, I don't think it will. Um, if if the game, uh, if the game holds up all the way through, um, if, if everything meshes together at the end, like, no hyperbole, this is going to become one of my top ten favorite games of all time. I love it that much. Oh, it's so good. It's it's just a fucking phenomenal game. Oh shit, John, go ahead. When, finish your thoughts because I have one more thing I want to praise about this. No, that's it. No, no, like... that, no, that, that, that's really all I have. Okay, I and the 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 irony is that what I'm about to praise it for is so weird considering how laggy its menus are, and that is how fast this game loads. When you die, you're right back yeah, in. Yeah, it's when you so, fall it, off a cliff, so you're weird. right back in. And when you switch elements, it's instantaneous. Everything on the game screen is so smooth and butter like it's only when you enter the menus that it's so good uh laggy and I find that so weird because in a game this challenging, when you have to redo puzzles and redo fights a lot cuz you died, Having to wait a thirty seconds a minute uh, load time would have really exacer- exacerbated the situation. Yeah, but the fact that it's it's like those really challenging two D games like Super Meat Boy and stuff like that. Like it it really helps perpetuate that just one more try mentality, and I think it works really well with this game. It's just weird that it uh has laggy ass menus. Yeah, like it just I just don't I just yeah that that. I remember, like, when I first played, I was like, yeah, I'm playing CrossCode on my Switch, finally. And then I went to the menu, and I was like, oh, no. Now, do we know if it's Switch only? Have, has uh, it's PS4. It it, 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 so, apparently, the lag issue is on PS4 as well. Um, I think, anyway, because PS4 is also getting the same patch that Switch and Xbox did. Um, so, I, I do believe that those issues are on the PS4 also. Um, but, apparently, the Xbox version has been fixed by the patch. Uh, so... I'm expecting that we'll get the same results on Switch and PS4. Uh, but uh, but yeah, there it is. Crosscode. Uh, we love it. Uh, if you're a fan of old school 16-bit JRPGs, uh, this is, uh, in, in our opinion, a, uh, a can't-miss game. Uh, and I am very much looking forward to seeing what Radical... I mean, Ra- Radical Fish is on my radar in a big way now. And I cannot wait to see what they do next with Crosscode because I believe we're getting some more content, Finn. Um, yeah, I, I know we're getting a new like like uh, a new dungeon uh, and and it makes sense that we're going to get more content because it is a fictional MMO. Yeah, um, I mean, they, so it, 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 it's an MMO. They, they could just pop out an expansion. I would I would love to see more of this game over the years. Uh, but anyway, that's all the time we got for today uh, on SDGC After Hours. So thank you for tuning in and listening to our thoughts on CrossCode. Uh, and don't forget to check us out live on thursdays at 9 p.m eastern standard time and until then it's not always poetry we don't always agree but we always keep it real take care of each other bye bye